So your headphones are over there. Okay. Hey, friends, and welcome back to Simple Syrup, a podcast by Junction Coffee filled with stories, thoughts, and musings with the intention of sweetening your day. During the 2020 shutdown, two big things happened for our business. One, we switched to exclusively pay what you can. And two, we reduced our entire staff to just me, one other person, and each of our wives. And so on this episode, I sit down with that one other person for a trip down memory lane. I don't really know what to do with this piece of carpet plastic thing in front of me, but I think it makes my voice sound sexy. (laughs) His name is Jordan Key. He's been working for us for about four years now, and during that time, our families have gotten close, and him and I have become really good friends. Prior to working for us, he too was a pastor here in Oklahoma City, a church planter, in fact. And he is one of the hardest working, detail-oriented, focused, dedicated, and loyal people I have ever met in my entire life. He's also really good for a laugh and probably a vampire. Um, I have a microphone in my lungs. <laughs> yeah, let's, so let's... But as we navigated the nuances of the 2020 shutdown and the pandemic in general, and did the odd thing of not charging anybody for drinks anymore some really interesting things happened to us personally. We learned a lot about ourselves, about our business, and about who we want to become as people moving forward. And so on the eve of the world getting back to normal, I thought it would be good to sit down and reflect on the ways that that experience transformed us. And maybe it might shed some light on the ways this experience has transformed you as well. So let's just get into it. Um, so during the shutdown in the spring, we switched to pay what you can. Because what because because what happened was is like, you know, we kind of got the word that like essential businesses were the only things that were allowed to stay open. And I remember feeling like, like we were almost like loopholed into an essential business um, because we were food food service. But like I just I never really felt like we were essential for like in a way that like. Oh, like, oh, if, if we don't have our specialty coffee providers, everyone's going to die. Um, and I remember, I don't know if you remember, but like leading up to it, there was a lot of people that just kind of kept saying like, oh, it's so good to see that you're still open. It's good to see that you like, you guys are still here. Um, and I just remember like those instances leading up to the official shutdown that those were kind of like ingrained in my mind as like, oh, like this is a big deal for people. Yeah. Um, and so I remember thinking through that and just being like, well, if we're going to stay open, then let's stay open for hope. Yeah, I was excited about it. I thought it was a, so we had done it previously. Um, was it the year before or was it in the fall? No, it was the, yeah, no, it was the year before. It was like yeah. almost, um, it was like almost a year to date with yeah. it, I think. Yeah. And so um was just thinking about this recently and thinking about how we did it then with an expression and just kind of sharing with others um, just the debt that we had been forgiven from um, and not being able to pay that back through our relationship with Jesus and wanting to share that with others. We called it Grace Coffee, where we said, because grace is a gift, we want to offer a gift to you. We did it for about a month. And so I think just thinking about like the hope that that offered people then and thinking that 
that we chose to do it again and what an opportunity to um, spread hope in a, in a similar way, uh, especially in a season where um, there was so uncertainty and just a lot of people were just, I mean, for everyone, like, you know, your anxiousness was just heightened um, for all the unknown factors. And so I think just to spread hope in just a simple way of a free cup of coffee or a free, you know, whatever, um, it was really exciting to do. Um, and I think just like eliminating kind of the transactions. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've felt the the same way. I remember it was almost like this, like burden was kind of lifted mm. it was like, now we just get to be here for people Yeah, and we don't have to worry about anything else. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think especially the encouragement of doing it before and it all turned out okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, yeah, we tried it before and we literally didn't make any money. Right. It was like, all right, like we were taken care of and it worked out. Like, let's try it again. What were some of like your favorite memories, maybe like a singular memory or just like the experience in general? Like what was some of your favorite parts about it? I think some of my favorite parts was um, just the times that people would actually receive like the free drink. Um, if, you know, people were short uh, on what like the total was uh, or something like that, or it was just like they never tried us before, but they didn't have like any way to pay. Um, you know, just the fact of just like being like, no, like you can take it. Like, just take it. That's great. They'd be like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's yours. Just take it. Have an awesome day. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. And, and sometimes too, people just being like, oh, I don't, what, um, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get, yeah, I don't get it. And they're like, well, just take it. That's great. That for me was like a lot of fun. Like I know it's, it's different for me not being the business owner or, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, just take it. Um, but I think like it was very interesting to see, I feel like there's a few different reactions that we would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would get that like excited, like no way, like no way that this is happening sort yeah. of thing. Um, which is like, you know, when you think of like a cup of coffee, like yeah. isn't life-changing money. Right. Um, but just the excitement that people would get. Um, and then you would have just kind of the instant, like, you know, sometimes that joy would turn into like, oh, well, let me get, let me get the next person's like, yeah, since you guys did that, like, let me, I'll pay for the next, the next person. And that was probably one of the most exciting things that I got to witness was just like, just the sheer generosity of people. Yeah. Um, especially in a time when like, like you said, like there was a lot of uncertainty, there was a lot of, um, confusion. And then the further we got into it, the bigger, the mess seemed to be and then George Floyd happened and he just like all of a sudden we just kind of started to see the worst of humanity and um it was really refreshing to like step on the bus and know that like when it felt like the world was just going to hell around you like someone would drop like a $50 bill in the poison jar and like (laughs) and just like wow all right not everybody sucks and like maybe we're gonna be okay it's just like really neat to see like people's generosity, I think, especially in like trying times where it's like, I don't know if I'll be, if I'll have my job next month, you know, but it was like, Hey, I want to pay for the next five drinks. So here's this, you know, I mean, even over and above, like there were, cause there was a time where we did, um, 
a thank you for OU Med, and that was a, the, that was partially sponsored by a corporate entity. But the corporate tab ran out like halfway through that event, and um, and it was really awesome to be able to say like man, everyone's been so generous these past few weeks. Like we have the extra cash to be able to give back to this too. Yeah. I feel like because we did that together, like when we're on the bus now and someone can't pay or they forgot their wallet or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, we say that like, oh, just get us next time. Yeah. Or just like, it's no big deal. You know, yeah. like whatever. And I think just like being a part of a business that operates differently to think like, there's no place else that I could go and just be like, oh, I forgot my wallet. I'll yeah. just take a sandwich and I'll get you next time. You yeah, know, like right. most people aren't going to be like, right. uh, no, 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 that's no. that's not how we don't take works. IOUs here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's just been neat to see like how we've just been taken care of before that it's just like, you know, this isn't going to be make or break if it's going to help someone's day Yeah. Um, to just be like, yeah, just, you know, get us next time. And if you don't, it's not a big deal. Like, right. I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for that experience. And I'm grateful for the lesson I was talking with, um, with a friend about like understanding what was it me? <laughs> no, it was a different, you know, I, I said it was a friend. It was just a random person on the street. I have no other friends. <laughs> um, but, uh, talking about like, what it means to live life open-handedly. Mm-hmm. I kind of use that phrase of like, as people of faith, like understanding that that like the kingdom of God is the kingdom of provision if nobody is hoarding the resources. Yeah. And being able to see in the spring, like just really what I think the the economics of the kingdom look like, where people are not concerned about who's earning what and who is owed what and what do I owe for other things or, or whatever. And just sort of like living life open-handedly where resources flow where they need to flow, how they need to flow and nobody really being concerned about it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's one of the biggest, I think things that I am carrying forward from that is just like, just trying to live life open-handedly and understand that like, it's not my role to determine where resources should go and shouldn't go. Um, my job is to make sure I'm not hoarding them all for myself. Yeah. Um, because just as easily as resources can flow out of my hand, resources can also flow into my hand as long as my hand is open. Yeah. Um, and also just like wanting to continue to be a place of hope and to be a place of refuge and to be a place of grace where it's like, man, I don't, you know, like I've, I think I told you and the rest of our staff, like everybody needs to walk away with a drink. Like it doesn't matter if they can pay or they can't pay or they have 25 cents or whatever. Like, yeah. Um, we just want everybody to be served no matter what. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, like I just like, we want, I want everybody to walk away from junction coffee feeling happy. Yeah. And it's like, that's that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so it's great to be able to have that sort of new perspective where it's like anybody that wants anything can get it. And like the answer is as much as we can, just like always. Yes. Yeah. So it's fun to say yes. Yeah.
I don't think I ever really thought about like not getting a paycheck or, I mean, I just, I didn't, I, I mean, a lot of that's just kind of like my personality. I kind of just like, um, just assume that everything's going to be, everything's going to end up okay. And, um, we'll be taken care of. And, and, um, I very much just enjoyed what we were getting to do. Um, I think, you know, with just the uncertainty of, of so much stuff, like I enjoyed the fact that we were like getting to be on the bus more together and getting to, um, getting to be a a message of hope for people and getting to have new regulars that we are building relationships with. Um, I think that part was just like, it was a lot of fun. And I think because of that, it just kind of took me out of a place of like worrying Mm. about what was going to happen. Um, I think it was just like, all right, like this feels right. And this feels good. Um, so let's just like, let's keep rolling with it. And it seems like everything's gonna, gonna work out. Okay. And I think being, being that for others as well, um, just to give people a little break of kind of what was going on. Um, and I think too, with just where we were able to, to locate with, between scissor tail and, and myriad gardens just to have a space to just walk around and enjoy, yeah. you know, a little bit of nature as much as you can being downtown. Um, and to just kind of like see the bus. Um, and it was just almost like this kind of beacon, hmm. um, that we were there and, um, yeah, just to make conversation with people and, and, um, I think just kind of meet people where they're at um, because there wasn't any, you know, anything special that we were necessarily saying or or doing. I think we were just, yeah, meeting people where they're at and um, allowing people to feel whatever they wanted to and just kind of talking through those because none of us had experienced anything like this before. Um, And so because of that, I think we were able to just kind of like, everyone was able to relate with everyone because we were all, you know, experiencing something for the first time together. Um, and so I think it just allowed people to just kind of like forget maybe for a glimpse, um, you know, what they're about to go back to or, um, just that continued uncertainty. Yeah. I think that escape, like it was, it was, I think just as much an escape for us too. Um, where it was just like everything that's going on in the world just felt like it was kind of like on paused for a little bit, like while we were on the bus and while we were, you know, making jokes and, and laughing and, and spilling stuff all over the bus and, <laughs> and listening to music and, and just sweating like crazy because it was a hundred degrees, you know, like all yeah. the things where it was just like, this just kind of feels fun because the, the burden of like making sure that we were, you know, what of our sales at the end of the day, like that was kind of out of it. And it was just like, we're just here to serve, to serve people and, and, uh, and spread, you know, this message of hope or, or help people where they're at. Um, so it was just like, I feel like as hard as this, the season was, um, and just the year, uh, that 2020 was like, I'll always kind of look back at that time and be like, it was also like a really, joyful experience um that 
probably weekly I think about, you know, and like we've had so many conversations on the bus where I was like, ah, I just kind of miss the simplicity of that. I almost refer to it as like the glory days. (laughs) Hey, remember that time where everybody got locked in their homes and it was amazing. Um, And so like, you know, obviously there's, there was a lot of, of tension and stress, but I do think like for us, it really shifted a lot of what we did. And like, it became, it became about so much more than coffee and so much more than a business. But I mean, it became about the people. And, um, and that was, and then, and that's like what we wanted to do from the beginning. And so I think like, I've personally struggled a lot, like missing that and like feeling like as the world kind of gets back rolling, which I'm, I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that people are getting vaccinated. I'm grateful that we're beginning to get back to some sort of like quasi state of normal. I'm definitely excited to not have masks on my face or anybody else's anymore. I've definitely spent a period of time mourning the loss of that sort of experience and energy and also feeling like, like our role and purpose was like very distinct and clear. Mm. Like we are here for hope and nothing else. Yeah. And we don't need to worry about anything else. Like just that. Um, and trying to reconcile that with, sort of like the normal world has really been a really big struggle for me personally. Yeah. It was just kind of a special thing for that moment. And I think it was just like, um, choosing to kind of step into that moment, um, instead of just kind of like shying away and and being like, I don't, I don't know what we should do. You know, like 2020 was the biggest interruption that's ever happened to our lives. Yeah. Um, and I think to be able to step into that and embrace that interruption. And um, th- I mean, I think we got to experience the kingdom in a greater way because we chose to take that step into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I'm so grateful that, you know, that our story is that we get to look back on that and, and experience that. And, you know, there were so many people that that's not their story, you right. know, that they were, they had no choice but to stay home and loved ones were getting sick and loved ones were dying. And, and, and so I'm just, you know, extremely grateful that our families were, you know, protected and, um, safe and stayed healthy and, um, that we can look back on that and being like, man, like we got to experience like these things and see the Lord work in, in great ways and experience different things that we maybe wouldn't have without this interruption. Um, and, but yes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that we can kind of start to get back to, um, some form of, of normalcy. Um, but also hope that we take these, these little gems that we learned yeah, where we had to slow down yeah. and just like most of us came to a complete stop. Yeah. Um, and I think like that was really good because we got to kind of sit with our feelings and what we were thinking and, um, just kind of how we're going to, to move forward in that. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, as we, as we get back to normal things, I hope that we can take some of the, like you said, like the gems that we've learned from 2020 and 
part of 2021. Yeah. And just maybe make the world suck a little bit less <laughs> moving forward. Maybe. Maybe. So that feels like a good place to stop. Perfect. Awesome. And so, friends, as we move forward, may we learn to embrace interruption, to live life open-handedly, to take the joyful moments with the seasons that are difficult. And may our days be ever more sweet. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. And as always, a huge thank you to Workflow OKC for letting us record in their space. Thanks, Jordan, for walking down memory lane with me. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. Get in this fancy room and get a fancy pair of headphones and talking into a mic. And, and your own voice just, is like inside you your ears. You feel good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I so. can talk for hours. That's right. What else do you want to talk about? Hmm. Well, Workflow is always here. If you want to rent a podcast room, they have such nice equipment. That they <laughs> listen let, that to they myself. Let if you just want to sit here and listen to yourself talk, uh, you can do that as well. Like, uh, Jordan, you're not actually recording anything. <laughs> like, uh, There's that Jordan guy again using you, the, well, he's booked, you, he's you booked the me. podcast room so he can, he's, he can use it, but he doesn't have a podcast. He just talks. If you want to do that too, workflowokc.com. Perfect. <laughs>